Okay, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Anna Roisman. This is Unemployed with Anna Roisman, although today I'm talking to someone very successful in my eyes. Uh, if you're just tuning in, listen to all the other episodes. Where have you been, right? We've been doing this for a little while now. Uh, although, unless this is the first episode, you know, that's how podcasts work. It could be. Could be episode two. Who the hell knows? Um, but this is the podcast where I talk to creative people, people who are successful, people who have no jobs, all different types of people. And we talk about what it's like to be unemployed and what it's like to get jobs that you're really excited about. And today, oh my God, I have eaten many, many of her cookies. She goes by the cookie lady sometimes, you know, maybe if you see her on the street and you yell out the cookie lady, she'll show up at your door. Uh, but I'm very excited to talk to Gracie Ben Simone of Gracie Baked. Hello, welcome. Hi. This is where we add in tons of applause, <laughs> screaming children. They're all like losing their minds right now. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thank I know you this for is like me. out of your element. You were definitely is. for your first pod. So everyone listening, you have to give her feedback afterwards. How was the pod? How did she do? Never do one again. No. <laughs> now you're going to be booked every week. You're like, ugh, I don't do this. I don't do podcasts. I bake. Um, so tell me, I mean, I have been, am I a crazy person? I tried your cookies once and then I stalked you on Instagram. My boyfriend, Jared, we're obsessed with your stuff. Like anytime you post something, he like sends it to me as if I don't see it. <laughs> so how, Gracie Baked, I mean, you have this amazing company. How, how did this even like begin? I want to go there. Oh man. I mean, I've always loved to bake. Um, and it was always just like a thing I did when I was stressed. Um, in high school, I was when I really started baking a lot. I was never formally trained. It just was like something I enjoyed doing. It was okay. nice way to like, you know, gather people in the kitchen. Um, and then I toyed around with the idea of thinking maybe would I want to do this as a career? Um, and so then in college I started, um, I was like, this is a good time to like experiment. So I started a late night treats delivery service called S'more to Door. Wait, what? <laughs> S'more to Door? Yeah. So I just did it my senior year. So I would like create a Google form each week with like a menu and then people would either call or fill out the form online. And then I would like me and a friend would go and deliver them late at night. Um, cause I just wanted to see if I liked it. You know, some people say you should turn your passion into your career and some people say like, keep them separate. So I wanted to see like where baking fell for me. Um, and I loved it. I had where did so you much go to fun. school? Bowdoin in Bowdoin Maine. Bowdoin in Maine. I know Bowdoin. Yeah, I went yeah, to camp yeah. in Maine. Okay. And I worked there and I'm like a huge Mainer fan. Okay, cool, cool. Wait, so what, how many people would sign up for this? Um, oh God, I don't know. Like, I would feel like I would probably get anywhere from like, or maybe like 50 people ordering a night or something like that. A night? Um, yeah, I only would do it on the weekends. Okay. Um, and You're it was, for me, it was just like, I just wanted to see what it was like to like do baking, to like fill orders, not just like, I'm lazy and want to like make Right, I made a cake. I'm going to invite my friends over. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. And were it, they special treats? They were not. Yeah. Um, I definitely got some questions about that. Because um, no, that's where not. my brain went immediately. I was like, oh, weed brownies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely have uh, baked some edibles <laughs> in my day, but uh, no, I was not selling those. Got it. And so you'd sell them. So you'd make a profit off yeah, of Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I would sell them. That's amazing. And then you were just kind of, what did you major in? That was my question. Psychology. Got it. Wow. So you were like, what do the people want? <laughs> <laughs> I can figure this shit out. So did you like tell your like family growing up, were you kind of like, 
I kind of want to bake. And they're like, no, go to, go to school and do psychology, like do something else. My mom definitely, um, emphasized school. Like going to college was definitely something that was like just assumed for me and my siblings. I'm the youngest of three. Mm -hmm. So I think that inherently you're kind of like off the hook a little bit because like my brother was already at college and like he works for Disney. He's good. And then my sister went to med school. She's a doctor. So like they're really set. So I feel like my mom was like, do whatever the fuck. Oh, can I swear? Yeah. She was like, do whatever the fuck you want. Um, (laughs) Pursue your dreams. It's fine. I was the oldest. And then I was like, I want to be on Broadway. And they're like, please go to college. School is good. Do not just sing. (laughs) Yeah. No, my family was actually super supportive. Like even in high school, when I would just bake a lot, I remember my mom and she's an identical twin. So they're like always together. They were like, you should open a bakery one day. And I was like, that sounds fun. <laughs> sure. But you didn't like think too hard about it. You weren't like, no, looking- no, I mean, I never really, I, I used to want to be a therapist. That was what I like. I wanted to study psychology, go back to school and be a therapist. Right. Um, and I have done some baking therapy, like combining the two. I was going to say, I um, mean, it go it goes kind of nicely. Yeah. Um, Oh my God. I imagine going to therapy and like they had like a full on like cookie cake selection. I would lose my mind. I'd be like, oh, I, I need to pay you four times a week now. <laughs> <laughs> my old therapist, no joke. I sometimes, I would always go to the bathroom there because even if I didn't have to pee, because she had like the nicest, like Joe Malone, like, like soaps and lotions. <laughs> I'd like Just hang out. I'd like there. fucking like bathe myself. <laughs> At lunchtime, I'd be like, and I must use the bathroom before I leave. But damn, if I could buy cookies, that would be a good, that would be a win. So, okay. So you go to college and then you start doing this late night thing with your friend, which is probably really fun. Yes. And then you graduate. And then what? Then where were you like? I think I should, I don't even know how old you are. We don't have to say ages here, but I'm like, you do, oh. you probably get this a lot, but I, you do look like you're I look still like in college. Child. Yeah. yeah, I get mistaken for like an unaccompanied minor at airports <laughs> still to no. this day. Yeah. What? Oh, I'm jealous. Um, I'm 26. Okay. Uh, so I've been out of school for like almost five, in May will be five years. So like okay. basically four. I kind of wavered back and forth. So when I first graduated, it was like I had just done Smortador. I had so much fun with that. So I was like, let me go more baking. Let me kind of like continue with this. So I went and worked at Milk Bar for a year after oh, right. graduating in New York, um, which was so much fun. Great experience. Um, before that, I had just worked at kind of small mom and pop bakeries. So it was cool seeing like on a large scale how it operates. How many, like, because Milk Bar, I feel like was smaller then than oh, it is I now. Mean, it's definitely growing all the time, but it was still very large when I- It was. Oh, yeah, yeah, Even just a few years ago, yeah, it's still. I mean, I used like, to buy those before your cookies. So <laughs> I've, you can let them know I've converted. <laughs> I've been converted to a new religion. Um, but okay. no, I mean, it was like intense. You're like lifting 50 pound bags of flour, like the first day by the end. Cause like, I'm not that strong. Like I don't work out. And <laughs> I, like you're using these giant mixing bowls that like when you scrape the bottom, it's like up to your, um, your shoulder. And so my arms were just so tired that I was like scraping the bottom of the bowl. And my arm was like, it felt like stuck. I just like, my muscles were so fatigued that I had to like push the cookie dough off my arm and like yank it out. Cause I just like, oh. didn't have the strength to like. So Get you need to be own. like buff to oh, work yeah, at a bakery. Yeah, yeah. It was intense. It <laughs> was for sure intense. Corporate bakery. Yeah. Wait, that's so funny. So you're there for a year. So I was there for a year and I was like, this is great, but I did go to college for four years to study psychology. So like maybe I should do something with that. And I liked it. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like I didn't like it. Um, and so then I left Milk Bar and I was like, let me do more psych stuff and see if I want to go back to school and, you know, pursue being a therapist of some sort. Um, and so I went and worked at a nonprofit part-time. Okay. 
and I was doing, so it's like an all-purpose youth center for young people in New York. And I was doing baking therapy classes there with homeless youth. And it was just kind of like a stress-relieving fun activity. And I was doing that part-time. And then I was also teaching baking therapy at a mental health hospital at an eating disorder unit. Whoa. Um, and so I was kind of trying to like, it was a nice kind of, um, you know, you got blending. to do both. You still yeah, kept yeah. in the baking, even I though, you, even though you were like, all right, I should bit. probably leave Milk Bar. It was a slow transition. That's so, I, so fun. I did those for a little bit. And then I got a full-time job at the nonprofit. And I was working there as a case manager for, I think, like two years. So less baking therapy. Yeah, I was occasionally, when I had time, doing like small group things late at night at the nonprofit. But for the most part, I was not doing the baking therapy anymore. Okay. Um, and then it was while I was working there as a case manager that I started doing Gracie Baked. And it just kind of like slowly happened. And then I quit my job there and did it full force. Oh my God. So when did Gracie Baked launch? So Gracie Baked, I knew that I had, I knew I wanted to try and do something like this. I just wasn't sure how to go about it in like the quote unquote real world. In college, it felt like a more of a bubble. It didn't really matter. It was low stakes. Um, and so I had my friend who did, she does graphic design stuff and she had made my Smortador logo, which I'm obsessed with and always like, I want to bring see back. it. I'll show you. And was phone. it only s'mores? That was my other question. No, no, no. The name was a little misleading. Um, uh. every week we had a s'more cookie and a s'more cupcake. Um, the s'more cookie I might bring back to the market cause it's really good. Nice. Um, and then just random treats in addition to that. we just liked the name cause it was like door to door. As soon as you said I had a late night thing and it was called s'more to door, I was like, oh wow, weed s'mores. And it's, <laughs> and it's just different flavored marshmallows. Like I, I put, I made the company in my head. That's fair. That's fair. The, the business card said late night treats delivered. And I showed it to my grandma and she was like, it sounds like you're a hooker. Like, Thank you. You're like, I am for sugar. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. Okay. So you're at this nonprofit and you're, you got the bug. You want to bake again. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I was like thinking about how I wanted to pursue it. So I had my friend make me a logo and it's the logo that I have today for Gracie Baked. And I was like thinking about like what kind of name I wanted. And I wasn't necessarily like, this is going to be the name of my baking business. I was just going to make an Instagram account and start like posting some photos, just like start baking again. Cause right. I had kind of, when I was working at Milk Bar, I wasn't really baking my free time cause I was, you know, baking sure. 40 hours a week. So I was kind of over it when I would get home. Um, but when I was working at the nonprofit and I wasn't baking anymore, I wanted to bake more. Cause it's like, that's kind of how I express my creativity. It's like, I, I like to it. bake and whatever. I also just like dessert. So yeah. I like to eat it as well. Um, so, so I lucky you don't her- have to work out. <laughs> I mean, wow. It like is a workout kind of, you know. I got you. Um, Bowls are heavy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so she made me the logo. I made the Instagram account and I was just kind of like playing around. I was just like posting some stuff, like nothing. I didn't really have a plan in mind. Um, And then that was maybe in like December or January of like a year and a half ago so like okay. 2018, 2017. Yeah. Um, and then in February, someone messaged me and was like, could I buy cookies from you for Valentine's Day? And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and so then I made, um, I just like reached out to people and I was like, do any of you want to buy cookies for Valentine's Day? And so then people ordered cookies for Valentine's Day. And then from there, it just kind of organically was spreading. People would tell other people that they got these cookies. And then people were just kind of DMing me on Instagram. And then I was- Besides started- me? There were others there- besides me? <laughs> there were others. Okay, good. Um, And then um, people would be DMing me. And then I was kind of doing these pop-ups for, like I did a 420 pop-up and things like that where I would like take an event and I would make 
an email list or just that, you know, different ways of spreading the word. And then people would send in their orders and then I would drive around the city and deliver them. And this just went on for a few months where I was kind of doing that, you know, people would place random orders. I was, you know, toying around. And then my friend and I did like a cookies and comedy show where I was selling cookies and she and other people were doing comedy. And I was just, you know, trying oh to God, do- how have we not done this yet? <laughs> we're doing this at my next show. Okay, keep going. Cool. Um, <laughs> I'm like, wow, we're partnering already. It's wild. <laughs> Lifelong business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then it was just kind of like, kind of haphazard. I wasn't like, I didn't have a business plan. I just was like, whatever opportunities came, I took. And then I tried to like make some as well. And then it was just getting to the point where I was like going to work during the day and then I was staying up all night baking and then kind of doing deliveries early in the morning before going to work. And I was like, this is not sustainable. And then I kind of took a step back and I was like, I'm doing what I wanted to do. It just, you know, it just kind of started to happen. And so then that was when I was like, I either should stop doing this or I'll quit my job and do it full time. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to do that. Oh my God. So you chose to be unemployed for a little. You weren't really unemployed because you were selling cookies. It was like a little bit of both. Like I remember waking up the first day that I didn't have to go to my job and I was like, what the fuck do I do now? Like I was like, what did I just do? Because they give you like health benefits and everything. Yeah, everything. And so you were like- You know, before, because it was like, now I have more, like I have some wholesale partners. I have some recurring orders. Like now it feels a little bit more comfortable. Before it was like, random people would place orders. There was no like guarantee of what I was bringing in each week or month. And if you're like, shit, there's no holiday this month. Like (laughs) what, like, right. There's some months that are just like not holiday full. I don't know. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. And it was also around the summer and like, everybody's definitely more body conscious in the summer. So people tend to buy less treats to begin with. Um, so it was, wow. um, I, I am impressed though, because a lot of people, I mean, especially on this show, we've talked to so many people who don't even have like who've never had health insurance or like they don't even have like a stable, you know, gig or whatever. And they always live on the edge and you had it and you were like, no, I want to do what I want to do. <laughs> Not that you weren't doing something you want to do, but you no, just no, kind but of- this is, yeah, this is definitely more what I wanted to do. At right. least now, you know, yeah, things change. Once you but... like get huge and sell the company or like, you know, get a partner, then you could be like, you know what? I might practice. I might be a therapist now too. Therapist, yeah. Look at Kim Kardashian. She's becoming a lawyer. Okay. And what, what was she before that? She was just Kim Kardashian, right? Does she have any? I mean, she's a businesswoman, but now yeah, she's I don't know going. What her title is? I mean, by the way, her law school is her in a room. Not to shit on Kim too badly, because you know I love the Kardashians, but she just is goes, she actually in law school? Yeah, but it's just two tutors in a private room. They showed it, and like Kanye went with her to like her class. It wasn't class. <laughs> It literally was like two lawyers who are like, "Here are the books. We will teach you in this <laughs> private room. No one will see you." I was like, oh, I guess that's a way to do law school. Not that, you know, you need to sit in a private room and be a therapist. I mean, I guess you do when you're a therapist. Okay, so now Gracie Baked is, you've launched and you have a website and you have an Instagram. And is it still just you? So no, it's not just me anymore. I have um, one of my best friends from college just moved to New York and she now is my co-baker. Love it. So we bake together. Um, and I also um, hire people to work at my pop-up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I still do all the deliveries, um, at least for now. Um, but yeah, she bakes with me. And then I also, a big thing that I wanted to do when starting Gracie Baked, when I was leaving um, the nonprofit that I worked at, was called The Door. Um, they do a lot of job training programs for youth in New York. And um, they had like externship sites where the young people are like in these job programs and then they need a certain number of hours. 
Um, and so I just started working with the door. So now I have some um, oh, that's door cool. members who come and intern for me. Um, so I have some bake with me in the kitchen and some work in my pop-up for me just so they can get some experience in the real world. That's so nice. Doing job stuff. Yeah, so that's been really fun. And where are you popping up right now? Um, I am reopening my pop-up at North 3rd Street Market in Williamsburg. Um, and then besides that, I just do, you know, a lot of office catering and then individual orders, shipping, um, and wholesale. So my cookies are sold at a lot of coffee shops in New York. Um, yeah, you're uh, all like all over right now. Are you at Mecklenburg's too? Yeah, Mecklenburg sells my cookies. Um, cool. Birch. Birch coffee. I follow, I follow the yeah. gram. <laughs> But you, all, I feel like you have more that you keep like. Yeah, Gasoline Alley Coffee is another one. And then there's like a few like just one-off coffee shops that I sell at. And you do custom cakes. Yes. Can we talk about your cakes Sure, yeah, I love talking about my cakes. Oh my God. Brian, I got a cake from Gracie for my birthday. Were you there? No, he wasn't there. I can't believe you weren't there. He was probably asleep, but we've been friends for a really long time. Brian's not on a microphone right now, but I'm still referring to him as if he's in the room. Uh, I hope that's okay. I know, I know. But like, you know, for the listeners out there, Brian is here. He's not on a microphone. He was on a microphone last time and you were wonderful. I don't know why you're not on one. So the cakes, I mean, you make these unreal cakes and I love the names of them too. I was oh, looking at the you. names, right? They're all like after movies. Yeah, they're all kind of 90s themed vibes. It's like the Parent Trap, Matilda. Perfect. They all have what she's having, although I think that's... In the 80s, in the 80s, but. So how many cakes are you making? Because you, your cookies are like, I feel like your thing, but the cake was out of this world. Yeah, cookies are more what I do on like a mass scale. Um, the cakes are just, you know, for people's birthdays and stuff. But I love the cakes because my whole thing with baking is like, I want as many flavors as possible in one bite. Mm. So I like that um, the custom cake is that you can kind of, you know, you build your own. So you choose like the cake flavor, you can get fillings, spreads, like crunchies. I like all the textures and like all the things that you can have in one bite. Yeah. So that's how the cake I made work. an insane cake for my birthday. Yeah, your cake was great. To the- I make little mini versions with the scraps of all the custom cakes. Oh, good. And I really enjoyed yours. I remember being like, I should message her and be like, is this insane? Well, this tastes bad, you know? Like, you know how when you put on a lot of accessories, they say like, take one off? Yeah, totally, totally. I'm like, what do we take off? No, I feel like it, I've only had like one or two people where I, I made like suggestions. Um, but no, I mean, I think for the most part, it's hard to make a bad combination with dessert. Have you ever had like a bad like experience with Gracie Baked yet? Negative feedback. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Wow, already. If someone has to try and think, I'm like, wow, your life is positive. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've had a lot of very stressful moments with Gracie Baked. I'm trying to think with customers if they were like dissatisfied. I definitely remember having a little girl when I did Artisan Fleas when I first quit my job. I used to give out little samples and she ate like a bit of the funfetti and her face was just like, she just like shook her head. And I was like, okay, you know, you can't win them all. (laughs) The youth of America doesn't like my cookie. But, you know, you always have to difficult customers, but I feel like. But you've had most, I mean, they're amazing. Mostly, yeah. I think mostly positive feedback. I mean, I'm sure there have been people who don't like my stuff who maybe like wouldn't say it. Sure. Um, I just work at a job where every night people are like, I hate her dress. (laughs) She's annoying. Yeah, see, I'm more behind the scenes. She sucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's wild, but I'm like, wow. Oh, I did have a woman. I made these banana cream pie jars and this woman came up to me and she was like, hopefully it tastes better than it looks. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, let me go cry in the bathroom for Monster. And then she took a bite and she's like, I'll buy 10. No, I don't think she bought anything. Ew. Yeah, she rubbed me the wrong way. What a bitch. You know what? <laughs> Whatever. Do you ever make savory food? I am really trying to get into cooking more. Um, it's funny because I... 
started, like my life in the kitchen started with cooking because mm-hmm. I was raised by a single mom and she was like always working. We were always getting takeout. And so me at a very young age was like, let me help. And so I used to make this one meal of like lemon chicken with like stovetop stuffing and Pillsbury Doughboy rolls. Nice. And I love being in the kitchen. I've had so much fun and it felt like, you know, as a little kid, I felt like I had like power and control and I could like boss around my older siblings to like sure. cut different things. Um, but then I switched to baking. I was like, oh, this is way better. Um, I would like to, I'm always like, I want to learn how to cook better. I can do some things, but it's definitely not. Um, I feel like baking is much more of a science. Mm-hmm. And then you can like within the confines of like, you know, you need to maintain certain ratios for it to be a cookie or for it to be a cake. You can kind of play around and get creative. Cooking, I feel like is just more of an art where it's like the whole time you can be like, I'm going to a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And right. that overwhelms me a little bit. I got you. It's more flavors to play with than baking. Like, yeah. Well, well, I mean, there's flavors in both, but it's yeah. just like cooking. I need like a guide. Like I need somebody to, if anybody wants to teach me how to cook. I wanted to know, have you ever been fired from a job? No. Oh God. I've oh, never been God. fired. She's done. That's it. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Everyone eat her cookies. No. <laughs> I've never been fired. Um, but I've, I've left jobs. Um, that's powerful. I think that's more powerful yeah, when you no, leave I've, a job. I've never. Oh, I was so stressed. It gave me a lot of anxiety. Really? Yeah. What stresses you out the most? About quitting the job? Mm-hmm. I just like, I don't know, just like the conversation. And I didn't want to feel like I was leaving anybody like in the lurch. And I was, I just like prepped myself and then put it off for a few weeks. And then there was no delaying it anymore. <laughs> but So it took a few weeks until you had the courage to be like. Yeah, I like had the thought of like, okay, am I there yet? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I think I'm getting there. And then I was like, I think I'm there. Do you think they knew? Like, did they know about your, did you bring cookies My, um, to the office? like, manager and supervisor, like, she had no idea. I was like, oh, maybe you heard. Like, I make cookies sometimes. And she was like, nope. She's like, <laughs> yeah, so do we all. <laughs> my, uh, my like, friends, like, my coworkers who I was friends with, they all knew. Because they followed me on Instagram. Um, they were super, super supportive. And so when I told them, they were all like, yeah, we figured you've been, like, a zombie at work. So. Right. <laughs> You're like, like I just did deliveries and before that I baked and now I will work. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I had like a a several meltdowns during that time. I was like very sleep deprived. I'm like, what am I doing? But you did it. I mean, it must feel good now. Do you like look back and you're like, wow, remember when I had 20 jobs? It's interesting because I feel like when you're thinking about, okay, when will I feel like I've like done it? Then you get there and then you're like, okay, but no, I'm not there. This is when I'll feel like I'm there. And I feel like you're constantly extending that. Um, yeah, we never feel like we're yeah, there. Yeah, you never feel like you're there. So like people will be like, oh, wow, you've like started a business. That's really cool. And I'm like, I don't feel like I, yes, I feel like I started a business, but I don't feel like it's there yet. You yeah. know, I feel like um, there's so much more I want to do until, and then I'll feel like I'm, I've done it. Yeah. But of course, once I get there, then I won't. But like that translates to every job. I 100%. feel like no matter, satisfied. even when you get bigger and bigger, you're still going to reach for the next level, totally. like, especially in a creative industry. I think, I think. that's good because you want to keep going. But I think like sometimes I do try and take a step back and be like, okay, like where was I six months ago? And mm-hmm. like if six months ago, me could see where I'm at now, they'd probably be really happy. Right. Um. So I think it's important to take stock of that. Um, always. But you I mean, know, always Brian trying. saw me two years ago when I literally had nothing. I would cry a lot. I had nothing. <laughs> and then I got this job. And like, it's funny if I complain about something at work, like I'm like, shut up. Like, remember where you were. Yeah. 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 I remember when I first, when I got all my, the wholesale coffee shops, it kind of all happened within like a week or two of each other. Whoa. So all of a sudden I had like this crazy increase in volume that I had to fill. 
And I remember crying me like, how am I going to do it? And then I was like, this is a great problem to have. Right. Um, but it still felt stressful. But I was like, it's better than the alternative of like nobody wanting to yeah. buy anything. As long as you can <laughs> step like back, even when you're bones. crying, I get it. Everything is subjective. And like, you you know, you're like, I have to sleep and I have to bake like yeah, yeah, 4,000 yeah. cookies. I get it. But then you, as long as you can take a step back and you're like, wait, I'm killing it right now. Totally, like, totally. Whatever. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to know what is the goal for Gracie Bake? Do you want like your own store? Do people ask you this? Yeah, yeah. Like- people definitely ask. Um, it's something I think about all the time. Sure. Um, I love planning out my future bakery. I would love to at some point have a bakery. I think I struggle with, do I want that to be in New York or do I want that to be somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Um, Where did you grow up? I grew up in Connecticut. Okay. Um, I, I feel like probably it would be in New York, but I like toying around with like, what would the menu be like? Would there be some savory things? Like there would have to 100% be a really good breakfast sandwich because I love breakfast sandwiches. Mm. Um, and a few things like that, maybe some ice cream and, you know, but- um, Would you do it like you or would you partner with someone you think who does savory stuff too? I would probably, I don't know if I would like partner per se, or you like, bring on like yeah, a chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely bring on someone who could like make really good like homemade bread and like make sandwiches on bread and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you make breads? I don't. I feel like it's such like, a trend right now. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. People are super into. All I have my a friends friend, in LA. Yeah, my friend from college lives in San Francisco. He's like so into bread making. I feel like the Californians right now are just like spending their weekends baking bread, and it's. <laughs> It's wild. I'm like- I made bread a few times. It is a really fun process and it's nice to like need. Someone was also telling me because sometimes when I bake a lot, my hands will get really crampy and start to hurt and I'm really paranoid about like carpal tunnel syndrome and stuff. Oh no. Um, and they said that making bread and kneading is really good for to like like stretch your fingers basically. So I was like, maybe I'll do that as my- like, like, here's some therapy for your baking. Down. You can yeah. make bread. <laughs> That's so funny. I yeah. once went to a hand therapist. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I should go. You probably would laugh at me. I hacked my thumb in half uh, just by making avocado toast. <laughs> no, the avocados are so dangerous. I saw some article that was like, avocados are sending millennials to the hospital. And I was like, what's in them? But it's just because when they cut them. <laughs> oh yeah. And sometimes my sister, I do cook sometimes at home, like when I'm with my family, because amongst my family, I'm the best cook, I would yeah. say, because none of them know what they're doing. <laughs> um, and so I had my sister help me and I, I forgot what I was making, but I wanted, I was like, oh, can you cut the avocado? And she literally is holding the avocado in one hand. And then like, as if she was about to stab someone, she's like holding the knife and she's like going. <laughs> my body's and I was cold. like, no, 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 that's not eating. Oh my God, you don't understand. I'll show you after. I literally, it was the night of the Oscars and I was making avocado toast for my one fucking vegan friend. I was like, <laughs> everything else was like normal food. And I was like, I should have something on the menu. Literally hacked my thumb in half, oh, went man. to the ER. I had seven stitches. I went through oh, all shit. the nerves. I have no feeling in my thumb. Oh, wow. I know. I know. It's Is that, wild. That's permanent, the no Permanent, yeah. Oh, wow. But I went to this hand therapy for six months. I was fascinated. I would ask this woman questions all the time. Would you like, like play with, like, what would you do? She would like, like putty she would something? do like, uh, she would almost put like lasers on it and like, she'd put like a jelly and give oh, it like. she was more doing, it was like physical ultrasound. therapy. Ultrasound. It was a little bit above. Okay. And then she'd make me like squeeze like certain <laughs> things and she'd like. I'd have to touch like hot and cold. Like, do I feel it? It was wild. And I was like, did you always want to do hands? Like, I just was. Is this your passion? Yeah. And she had like two kids. I got her whole story. I was like, we were best friends after six (laughs) months. But I just remember being like, wow, hand therapy. Maybe I should go to her because after making a lot of uh, Fruity Pebble treats, the tip of my middle finger has been numb for like two months. Oh, no. I was just like holding a knife for like eight hours cutting them. And it's been numb ever since. Take it up with Fruity Pebbles. Maybe there's something (laughs) in them. They're not real. Those colors are definitely fake. Yeah, it's definitely artificial. (laughs) 
What is your favorite thing you make? Oh, um, right now, um, I love anything with banana. So okay. right now for Thanksgiving, I've been doing um, these like banana pudding cups. And that's probably my favorite. It's like with dulce de leche and like chocolate chip banana bread chunks. Hell yeah. Banana slices, like some graham cracker crust crumble. Um, I love chocolate really chip banana that. muffins. Like yeah. I'll always, if that's like on the menu, like somewhere at a coffee shop, I will yeah. always and get And baking that. it is the best because when you put the bananas in the oven, it just like the smell is so, it's so good. Where do you mostly bake? Um, I rent out a commercial kitchen space mm. in Long Island City. So I do all my baking there for the business. And then I just do recipe testing stuff at home. Nice. Do you live in Brooklyn? I do. Cool. You're like, I was like, do you live in Long Island City? You're like, no, hell no. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't live there. I- oh my God. So I wanted to ask you because you are, you're the entrepreneur of the show. You're the first one okay. that we've had, honestly. Right. I mean, right? Have we ever had an entrepreneur on the show? I'm calling you that. But yeah, the entrepreneurial spirit is, is alive and well and all the other. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. When we're drinking in pajamas, I'm like, oh yeah, you're really working hard. No, I'm kidding. We've had great people on the show. But I wanted to know if you have advice for anyone who's out there, who's kind of in your, there are a lot of people who are in that, you know, position of like, I love doing this, but will I ever actually yeah, make yeah, it yeah. my career? Um, I feel like to get started, the best thing, I feel like what helped with me was like, you know, you're not just like going from a job to then quitting your job and being like, okay, where do I start? Like, I think it's, helpful to start while you have a job, Mm -hmm. find the time, you know, it sounds busy, but like you do have some time here and there, squeeze it in. And then I feel like that was, is what gave me the confidence to be like, okay, I'm going to quit my job because I'd done it for like six months on the side. I was making enough where I felt comfortable to like leave and hope, you know, it's obviously a bit of a leap of faith, but um, I think it's helpful to kind of start it. And then once you feel like you've proven that the concept works, like whatever you're doing, people either like the treat or if you're doing like, I don't know, like an app or something, whatever, right, like whatever that, you're you know, you have something that people want yeah, and then you can, you know, sell it or do it. And then once you feel like it's getting to a point where you need to quit your job, do that. I also think a lot of like just people, start. yeah, just starting is the key because I think a lot of people will be like, well, I saved up all this money. Mm-hmm. which I don't know how people ever do, but so apparently people can save money and people save up money. And then they're like, well, I have this money. I could quit and then right, right. start this. And like, you don't know, you don't know if anyone's going to buy your product or, or if what you're, you're actually going to like doing it. Right. You know, I think it's important to try it. You right. know, you might think that you want to do it as a career and as a job, but you might not want to. And you to. probably sacrifice like weekends and stuff where you're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had, I, I just now I'm starting to reintroduce a social life into my, into my Congratulations. life. Thank you. It's been very exciting. Um, Is this one of your social events? This podcast? <laughs> Just talking with other people. Cool. Well, when I first started doing Grace Week, I was doing it out of my apartment. And so there would be like days where I just like wouldn't see. I was like, I miss having coworkers. I didn't see anybody. <laughs> like the mailman would come and be like, how's your day going? <laughs> Do you want to chat? Do you want some cookies? Right. Um, I just like was alone and, and in the kitchen. Um, That's funny. But um, yeah, I think you just have to start. Try it out. Try it out. Yeah. And I think like I definitely, not for my family, which was nice, but I definitely felt a little insecure of like, I went to college, I studied psychology. Like, should I be doing something that's more quote unquote, like prestigious or like, you know, my sister was becoming a doctor. Like, should I go back to school and get like my PhD? And so I struggle with being like, I just want to like make cookies with my life. And then I was like, you should just do what makes you happy, you know? And Especially having studied therapy. I mean, it's the best coming from you when you're like, (laughs) I found something that I enjoy doing. I'm going to do it. And I think what's important is like, not get too caught up in like, is this your life forever? Like, this is what I want to do right now. Especially when you're young, it's like, you know, you don't, 
you're probably not owning a home. You probably don't have children. Like yeah. it's the time to kind of, you know, be a little more risky. And, it's very and do smart something. to say that. A lot of, we always think like whatever you're going to do, it's, it, you, you know, it's not forever, but your brain thinks it's forever. Totally. Totally. Same with like apartments we move to and like, no, yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. But you're right. Yeah, like it's a little nothing bit more in the moment. Forever. Yeah. Of course. And I feel like, you know, with yours, like you're just I feel like do you feel like you're just starting out? Like I do, yeah. In in some in some ways I do feel like I'm just starting out. And then in other ways I'm like I look back to when I first was selling and I was like, Oh my god, I was such a mess. Like, what was I doing? Like I feel like I've learned a lot in the last year. Yeah. Um but no, I definitely feel like I'm just getting started. Do you think once you have like a bigger team or like, you know, a store or something, you would do like the baking therapy courses again or like- I would really love to, like yeah, incorporate because- um, That sounds so fun. Yeah. I mean, so many bakeries in New York do classes where you just like learn how to make the thing. And I think I would love to do something like that, but have a little bit more of like, obviously I'm not trained, so I couldn't technically call it therapy, but like, you know, there's certain recipes where you have to like- bang Oreos to a crumble and stuff. And I feel like whatever I did with the young people at the door, I was like, get all your anger out. Just like bang those Oreos and like whatever you're angry about or annoyed at or frustrated, just like get it out. Um, so I would love to do baking classes where it was like specifically tied to like, you know. Your emotions. Getting your emotions out That's and fun. like expressing yourself. You know, I think I would always want to make it where you could like decorate it how you want or add different flavors, you know, put your own kind of creative flair on Yeah, it. I love that. I think that that's really nice. fun. It sounds like you enjoy, like, like you enjoy making people happy, whether it's through your food or yeah, through yeah, therapy. Yeah. Like you just, you like to see them satisfied. After. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that was a huge thing that drew me to baking was like, I loved making it, but like I loved bringing people things and then just like watching them eat it and like being like, did they like it? So you didn't think I was weird when we were like, these cookies oh, are I know. out I love of this it. I love fucking it. It, world. Nothing makes me happier. We had to like, you don't understand though. Can <laughs> I just, can I just like fangirl out for a second? I know we got to end soon, but like uh, we would like walk past the market <laughs> and there were times, I was like, Jared, like you're fat now. Like we can't. <laughs> we got to take a weekend off. Like, cause we were buying them every weekend. You weren't there a lot of weekends when we'd go yeah, and buy yeah. them. And, or like, he'd be like, he'd like come home with them on a Friday. And I was just like, oh, we, we got to stop. We got to <laughs> stop. When we went away, when we went to France, we decided for the month before we were like, look, we're going to eat our faces off in mm -hmm. Europe for sure. But let's like try and be healthy <laughs> five days a week. So we wouldn't eat anything bad. Like, like a salad, I don't know, chicken, whatever, five days a week. And then the weekends, we'd buy your cookies. And that was That's the only amazing. thing we let ourselves <laughs> eat. I'm honored. I mean, yeah, they're better than France, honestly. <laughs> different, you know? Different, different. For they're sure. the American. But I'm so glad you like them. They're unreal. Um, where, can, where can we all find you? So if you go to my website at graciebaked.com, okay. you can order for shipping or delivery cookies and cakes. And then there's also a visit page where you can see where to find, um, where you can buy cookies at coffee shops and like who carries my stuff. Yeah. And then at North Third Street Market on weekends. North Third Street Market in Williamsburg. Can I also say your price points are very good. Oh, thank you. For what, like there are a lot of like obnoxious bakeries and like baking companies around New York that are just like insane for a cake like uh, you're like I'm not getting married like why do I have to spend hundreds of dollars on a cake your cake yeah, people are surprised at how much cakes cost yeah he, they're they're so much I mean I, I know it's a lot of work yeah yeah well no, yeah it depends on what kind of cake you're doing but um yeah and I know brands that have been around for a while can like price their cakes that high because people are like waiting in a line outside totally your yeah, cupcakes yeah. you know what I'm talking about you got it <laughs> you guys got it um 
This was amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. Was thank this fun you. for you? It was fun. Yeah, yeah. I hope Do you I like did talking okay. about yourself? You did great. We, it was thank perfect. You, thank, you, thank you. I mean, honestly, I was just excited to talk to someone who's. I I was like, I wasn't sure if you were always baking, but I'm like. I don't know. You seem like a chill person. I'm like, she probably went to college and was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to bake. I'm good at it. And you are. You're really good. Thank you. Um, but like everyone watch for Gracie Baked. I feel like you're going to blow up and I'm going to be like, ah, I knew her when. <laughs> Before she had done a podcast. Yep. Her first podcast. Please remember this moment. Okay. Whoever's, you know, blows up first. Also, we got to get your cakes to Good Morning America. All right. Brian, we're going to make this happen. I mean- I want to get him to HQ, but I don't, we'll see. I'll see who, I don't know who to ask there right now, but we'll, we'll find, we'll find a way. All right. That's it. Everybody follow at Gracie Baked on Instagram. Find, order a fucking cake. I mean, you will lose your mind. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. This was Unemployed with me, Anna Roisman. Make sure you listen and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. So you can hear all of our episodes and uh, while you're going to work or sitting on your ass on your couch, you know, either works. We'll take either listen. Thanks. Thanks.